Welcome to Just Punk Enough. I'm Andy Harrison. This interview is with Casey from the Lucky Egypts. I've known Casey for years, loved his band for years, helped put out some of his records, and just, uh, I don't know, class act. Love this guy. I met Casey when uh, Brad called me one day and said, hey man, the band that I'm hosting at my house got their van broken into and I'm trying to get some money to help get their uh, gear back and this and that. And I was like, well, who is it? And he told me and I became a fan after that. Did an interview a long time ago with these guys in Reno, but uh, those were the old days. So let's listen to me and Casey talk about his musical career check it out yeah cool <laughs> all right we're good Fuck yeah let's do it all right so casey where were you born hi i was born in concord california yeah and you, yeah dog and uh you grew up there your whole life right Pre- pretty much yeah all around but uh i'm pretty much east east bay yeah Born and bred. Hell yeah, dude. So can you um, recall, were you fr- uh, in a musical family, or did somebody introduce uh, you to music, or how did that go? Gosh, that's, it's yes, um, my dad played piano professionally, so did my uncle. Oh, really? Um, like, pr- professionally yes. how? What do you mean? They were, like, they, I mean, professionally in, like, orchestras and whatnot, yeah. so they were, like, you know, just more serious actually probably than even i am i mean it's not punk rock so it's way more serious right so uh (laughs) no i mean yeah so i mean a lot of it for me is like i i wasn't exactly exposed to that because that was kind of before i uh was a speck in his eye okay but um but i mean we had a you know a grand piano in the house and he would play often before you know i would go to bed obviously early and yeah i remember hearing it you know when i was a kid laying in bed so sometimes i wonder i'm like maybe that like you know is what got me all fucked up in the head yeah maybe um but yeah all the time grew up with that you know there was a little bit on my mom's side too her sister played a little bit of guitar and um but not like anything where anyone was like totally in bands yeah. like my uncle was but i wasn't really exposed to that era you know but yeah it was it was there it was there a little bit who who was exposing you to music uh period like listening to music was it just kind of you finding it on the radio or somebody you know giving that to you uh my dad uh he and uh my uncle kind of ended up actually being pretty good friends with the beach boys believe really? it or not um yeah wait yeah, did you fact. meet have you met them oh yeah absolutely really? the only one i haven't met yeah i just haven't met brian wilson but oh um i've met God, pretty dude. much all of them al jardine mike love yeah i used to they used to play the conquer pavilion when i was a kid and uh i used to go backstage and hang out with those guys wow and who knows what was going on but you know yeah dude i had no real. idea and I, I actually have um and they didn't give it to me they gave it to my brother but I have from their, I can't remember what year it was, but it was in the 80s, I think mid to late 80s, uh-huh. uh, they toured Japan. Yeah. And um, they somehow gave my brother, gave my family, I think it was Carl Wilson's bass that they played on that tour, and it's a wow. Fender Japanese bass. And that bass, fun fact, and not to get like really you know down on it, but that, it's my bass now, I have it, but it was the bass that Emilio played the night he died because oh, he was a huge uh beach boys fan so that bass oh is like god fucking seen it all you know it's wow it's crazy but yeah fun fact man dude that's awesome 
So know, we, we just went right into it. You know? Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Well, that's cool, man. So so yeah, your dad. I mean, definitely the Beach Boys. Uh, you know, yeah, dude. pushing you on to music. Do you remember those live shows? Like, how old were you? Do you I think? do. Ah, oh, God, I had to have been probably. I don't know, like maybe somewhere in the eight to ten yeah. range, <clears throat> and somewhere around there. I know it was before I was a teenager. Right. It had to have been, but 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 yeah. I mean, I think it was. Fucking fun though. I mean, yeah, it was, it was cool from what I remember. Right. But I'm sure it would have been way more fun if I could have drank at the time. You know. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, so, no. Uh, what were you getting into after that? Like, how did uh, how did music come into your life? Um, I mean, a lot of it was you know between you know kind of like Beach Boy shows and whatnot. Uh, my my dad played a lot of music especially on like the weekends like you kind of had the stereo in the house and you know he had the whole you know cds and tapes and shit like that and um you know a lot of beach boys uh a lot of eagles raspberries um kinks um a lot of traditional irish music too Uh and um you know so that kind of got me into the pogues and uh, it was all rolling stones you know beatles all that shit was like thriving you know Mm -hmm. in my house so i i was around it all the time i may not have always appreciated it but i was kind of like had some pretty good feelings you know when it was uh, when it was happening yeah just kind of everything just kind of steamrolled from one to the next and kept going and going was there was there a moment when you were like oh man i want to start playing music like this is it uh, or did it just kind of yeah. happen yeah i mean i'd say so i, I one memory that all of a sudden came to mind is i remember because my brother was playing guitar a little bit um he, you know he was relatively serious but not like super serious playing like kind of a couple little fun bands yeah. in high school and whatnot but i remember i don't remember how i was probably i don't know maybe god maybe like 10 or something like that but he gave me uh, a Ramones tape and it was it was the Road to Ruin oh, cool. um, which is like my favorite Ramones record yeah. um, but it was yeah it was a tape and I remember listening to that shit and I was like oh my fucking god this shit is so yeah. cool and like you know I, I I grew up in the tail end of the tape era yeah, but yeah. I was there I was fucking there yeah um, but I remember <laughs> that dude it was it was fucking sweet though like I just remember listening to it and it was just like to me, I mean, like listening to it now, I'm like, Ramones are not the most aggressive band. They're kind of right. just like, you know, super, you know, I don't know. It's fun. But but to me, I'm like listening to these fucking words and listening to these just guitars smash. Yeah. And I was like, I had never heard anything like it. Yeah. So it was fucking sweet. So, so I remember him with that. And then he had this like red fucking uh, Fender Stratocaster. And I was like fucking with the strings one day and i'm like trying to tune it yeah. and the string fucking pops and like cuts the fuck out of my face and like yeah those are my experiences yeah, yeah. man <laughs> oh man that's awesome dude so ramones and the beach boys yeah. dude like what the fuck bro i mean i don't know I mean, man. we can end Solid this interview melody. now dude you are fucking punk legit bro yeah, <laughs> I who who knows, man? Who knows? But no. yeah, it was cool. definitely the, those are those are the kind of the the core bands, yeah. you know, at least in the earliest earliest stages. You Do know? you remember your first punk show? Uh, oh God, I I feel like I'm like I should remember this. Probably, hold on, I, we might have to come back to that because I'm like, all good. What? I I remember like really early ones, but I just can't say it was my first. I remember really, yeah early shit going to uh i don't know if you heard that band uh monster squad yep 
but they Sacramento. yeah they were yeah they were like in their prime yeah like i think when i was like probably like beginning of like middle school and i i think i got dragged to some of those shows at like colorblind and conquered uh the singer the singer of monster squad has done my whole right arm tattoo no shit really yeah and then he got so expensive that i'm like oh man i don't know if i can finish this anytime soon oh (laughs) shit yeah that's that's crazy i i mean i'd probably do it for like nostalgia purposes oh i'm doing it it's just yeah you know but uh, no every time i go talk to or i go get a tattoo from him or a session we're always talking monster squad and stuff and i kind of fanboy out so that's cool yeah shit i would yeah, it must have been that. I think I remember like one earlier show. I think it was uh, the. I I don't know why I can't remember the name, but it wasn't even like punk, but like the closest thing to it. I feel like I remember like maybe it was like borderline like elementary school, but it was uh-huh. like there was a band called uh, Nuclear Rabbit. Okay. Um, and they were like some kind of they're more like experimental, but it was like heavy shit, yeah, like a little bit heavier. And I remember going to that, and I think they had that show in like Danville or something like that randomly when Danville had fucking shows. Where is but Danville? I, I remember Danville. So that's like I mean it's it's south of Concord, okay. So kind of yeah, yeah wealthy-ish okay. neighborhood, you know, where cowboyish. Where were these shows that you were going? That the, so that one was in Danville. The Concord ones were at Colorblind, uh, or there was another venue, and I cannot fucking remember the name of it. Yeah. That I saw Plan Nine at a bunch of times. Oh, cool. Too, yeah, I, but, I know Plan Nine. Oh, God, I mean, it's like I I don't I guess I didn't appreciate. It. I wasn't like thinking about the venue names. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, let's sneak in alcohol yeah, and yeah, like yeah. watch fucking punk bands, you know. But were you going like further out, like to to the city and in East Bay, at this time, or was yeah. that too early? Uh, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, probably as I started sort of getting into it and whatnot, uh, I mean, maybe when I was like kind of in right before my teens, yeah. like I was doing a lot of the Gilman stuff. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I, you know, I don't remember all the bands cause I would just kind of like go with friends yeah. and it was sort of a place to hang out. But like, I mean, there was lots of shit going on. Um, at those guys, but yeah, I mean, Gilman for sure. Um, but I mean, it was like, uh, you know, burnt ramen a little bit. Oh like, yeah, that's you know, right. That kind of stuff. Whatever it was like all ages. You know, was that uh, I the burnt ramen it um, in Richmond? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. That was yeah. in the in the fucking cuts, bro. Yeah, yeah. What are they? What yeah. are they all about? Do you remember? I mean, what? Uh, who, who's affiliated with them? I always think of like less than Jake and shit, but I know they're not. I, I don't. I don't really know. Was, I mean, I felt like kind of every. They were just kind of, kind of in the ve- in the vein of like the Gilman type yeah. bands. I mean, you okay. play Gilman or Burnt, Burnt Ramen because I mean they were pretty close yeah. to each other. Yeah. So you know, okay. I, I just kind of saw them all. That's all kind of a blur. But yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. sort of kind of went back and forth there. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, when did you start playing guitar, or is that the first thing you started with? Uh, and drums was my first. Yeah, it's crazy. So I started so drums. many people I've talked to start on the drums, dude. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely like I still kind of consider my myself a drummer really? at heart. I don't play as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tyler plays my kit, so I mean oh, it's, okay. it's the the same shit. But um, yeah, I mean, I started that was uh, s- uh, sixth grade, I think. Yeah. Um, but what made you want to be I, a drummer? Uh, well, my I I started getting into the punk stuff. Like, yeah. One of my buddies in elementary school bought me. It was like right right at the tail end of elementary school, I think. He bought me uh, the, um, uh, the 
fucking Pennywise the Fuck Authority record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, fucking, like, <laughs> time marches on. That first song yeah. on there, like, blew my mind. And oh, then that's cool. I met another buddy in, like, high school. It was like, you got to listen to this shit. Or not high school, I'm sorry, middle school. Yeah. And he's like, you got to listen to this shit. And he played guitar a little bit. And it was The Art of Drowning by AFI. Oh, okay. And um, that was the first time I ever fucking like played an instrument was he put on that record, played it hella loud. Yeah. And I just like smashed on dress. I mean, it was fucking garbage, yeah. but I just remember that feeling of like, holy yeah. fuck, dude, this is so <laughs> sick. And I yeah. did it. I played in another band called Ono oh Joe for a while. I helped start that band and yeah. they've, you know, kind of been occasionally, I think they make some appearances still, but um, I used to be the drummer of that band. And so did you ask your parents for a drum set or did you buy one yourself or what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I remember like I was like my because my buddy had a drum set and I had been playing on his. So I remember I was definitely bugging my parents yeah. for it. And and uh, I think my mom found one somewhere like some shitty one at like a like a garage sale yeah. or someone did. And I remember it was like a black like. I don't even know, but like PV, I think it was a PV fucking drum set. Like if you <laughs> oh can believe God, that dude. black, like fucking like, you know, had diarrhea on it. I don't even know. But I mean, it was fucking awesome. Where it was you, my drum set. Where and I you loved practicing? it in my fucking garage. Yeah. So your parents, yeah. your and parents then eventually, cool yeah, you know, it's, my mom eventually kind of started getting a headache about yeah. it, but my dad was, I think they were just like, well, you know, at least he's, you know, he's doing he's that. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I was all the fucking time. So, so were you like, I need to form a band like right away or, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because my buddy that I had like been jamming like that AFI to yeah. or whatnot, we were like, let's fucking do a band. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we found another guy. And then that was how we started. Oh, no, Joe originally was like the three of us. And then our first show, I remember, was at the eighth grade talent show. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It was so sick, man. Dude, eighth um, grade though, that's young. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. I mean, I we yeah, probably should have waited cuz we were <laughs> fucking garbage, but it's on ta- it's it's uh, we have it somewhere no on kidding, like on, on video, yeah. Real deal, <laughs> man. Was it I, a I cover was big song? time, bro. Cover song? Uh yeah, I think there was. I remember we played Ramones. I think yeah. it was um Commando yeah. that we played. And then um God, we played one original, and then there was some other fucking cover. I I, it's probably all Ramones, yeah. I would imagine, because that's about all that we could handle. Yeah, totally. You know, <laughs> so, you know uh, but it was good. Uh, that's cool. a good forearm workout. You know, yeah. so. Okay, so what what happened next after that? What was your next uh, musical move? Um. Then eventually, I kind of had a falling out with those guys, and then I decided that because i think i remember at the time i was like i want to start writing music because i i think i started kind of like not i think this is when i found that i i was kind of more of a songwriter okay and i started kind of like maybe not being a fan of some of the ideas that were coming out and i just felt like they were they were good it just wasn't for me yeah. not to diss on those guys right. i just remember i left the band or for or whatever reason then i was like okay i I want to start writing music so i need to fucking learn how to play guitar oh, okay. so i taught myself how to play guitar yeah and I learned how to play because uh, all of a sudden I got like fucking huge into the into like uh, Misfits. Really, yeah. really Misfits were like probably my biggest influence in so many ways. Yeah. And then I, uh, I I I played I just fucking played the record and I just put my fingers like where I thought it would sound right and just fucking figured out I've never had a guitar lesson before in my life. Yeah. And um and then Dookie by Green Day yeah. that was the other one I. I learned that, and that kind of got me a little bit more melodic. And um, 
then yeah and then i started just writing my own songs and i started a horror punk band uh when i was like yeah like i don't know it had to have been eighth grade to beginning of high school called the dismay the dismay and yeah and, and that shows? was my f- <laughs> yeah yeah we did i mean just like you know the the same kind of shit because it was whatever was all ages garage shows yep. shit like that yeah. and um and yeah that was my first time like singing and playing guitar and you know i wasn't any good at it but you know there were some cool there were some cool songs i wish i could bring them back did you have but it was uh, just like did you have the misfits hair yeah i i did kind of (laughs) at one point for sure yeah i just like the devil yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah i definitely did kind of rock some of that and I remember painting fucking like blood on my shirts and <laughs> shit. You know, st- yeah. I loved it. I love that imagery, and I always had like a like a, a love for horror yeah. and stuff. So yeah. the imagery of that with the music, I just like it's always hit home for me. That's cool. So um, when you guys played your first show, do you remember that show? Were you like just scared shitless to sing and actually be up front? Yeah. Yeah, I I do, and I can't remember. I remember like the one show we played. There was like a like a battle of the bands in Conquer that was happening at the Pavilion. It was like it was called like High School Battle of the Bands. Yeah, and so yeah, that's what it was. So I played it. I think when I was a freshman, and then yes, I remember being terrified. Yeah, and uh, I had just been practicing so hard on trying to remember like you know how to like just switch you know from chord to chord yeah, yeah. And, and then sing the words right. not as monotone as possible because i wanted to be melodic yeah. i knew i wanted something with melody but you know yeah it was it was terrible it still is man did you guys uh <laughs> record any demos or anything yeah yeah we totally did some shitty ones that i did yeah. uh at our house and i fucking wish i knew where they were yeah. um because i mean it would probably make me be a little <laughs> bit more grateful right. uh, but i know i have them somewhere yeah. absolutely Okay, what what um what was after that? You guys just kind of petered out, or what happened? Yeah, it's it, there was like member changes, and then there was like one other guy joined the band, and it it went from being melodic to like a like a full blown like Earth AD style yeah. band. So it was like straight hardcore yeah. and screaming about like ripping your guts out and shit. Yeah, and, and then I kind of just started like being not as into it anymore and then that was pretty much when all of a sudden like you know the the Egypt started coming into play um and yeah it came right after that so So. did you so were you you were done with that band and you decided were you trying to form a band did you form the Egypts or was it yeah yeah I did so it was it was in uh, I want to say it was like 2007 I think was when we I, I, we like to say we're from 2007. I, it might have been a little bit earlier, give or take, but I know it was around there. So we're like, ah, what the fuck? Established 2007. That works, right? Um, but I remember, yeah, I think I was a junior. I was a junior in high school, and then I wanted to do something a little bit more melodic. Yeah. And I started kind of like, you know, my dad had like brought up. He's like, hey, like, you know, like, you know, we're, we're Irish. Why don't you like listen to some Irish music and, and like check out this band, like the Pogues or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I listened to the Pogues. And I was like, man, these guys are fucking sick. I'm like, it's the punkest fucking thing. And it's just like fucking like banjos and mandolins yeah. and like fucking like, you know, Shane McGowan like sounds like he, you know, is drunk off his ass. I'm like, this is <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, and it's still so melodic, but it's punk as fuck. Yeah. 
you know, and so and then I had already kind of like gotten into some of the fat bands like, you know, Anti-Flag and Good Riddance and all that stuff and No Effects. Yeah. And like, so I kind of like was like, what if I like kind of put this together? And even though, you know, I was listening to Rocket Murphy's and Fog and Molly, too. And yep. I was like, I want to try this. Like, so I learned how to play mandolin. Oh, no and uh, yeah. And so I, I fronted the the Lucky Egypts were originally a five piece band. So I was mandolin and acoustic guitar and electric guitar. I switched between the three. And then, um, yeah, but yeah, but it was me, my brother, and then, um, our original, original bass player, Papito, Papi, he <laughs> was our, our first guy. And, um, yeah, we started it and we wrote this song in my room called crashing down. It was just like a, like a D to G yeah. chord kind of thing. Yeah. And just about like just hitting the ground hard, you know, and like, I don't know, all that kind of shit. So how did you, that's how it started. How did you find the other members? Uh, we all went to school with each okay. other. Um, we had this one, um, and she's still my friend, my good friend Liz. She played um, accordion in the Penny Whistle, and then my friend Pat played second guitar, just strictly electric. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, my buddy Laddie, who Laddie's song is about, was the original <laughs> drummer. And then yeah, Evan on the bass, and then we originally found this really cool uh, like Russian kid uh, that we went to school with named um, Timur, and he uh, he was an absolute virtuoso on the piano. Oh, wow. When Liz quit, I was like, "You think you can put those piano skills to the accordion?" And this dude fucking shredded wow. on accordion. So we had we were like this kind of shitty punk band, but we had this absolutely yeah. like, incredible accordion <laughs> like going over our shit. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's and then that that just kind of like went for a little bit. And, then, and do, um, were you guys playing shows? Yeah, like we that? played Gilman. We played oh, fucking uh, Colorblind. Uh, most it's same kind of shit. Cause it was like all ages, whatever garage shows, yeah. house parties. It's so weird to me that it you know you guys were like Celtic punk. Yeah. Like I've never oh, even yeah. heard it. Do you do you got do you have recordings of this stuff? I yeah again I have them somewhere for sure. I definitely have it for sure. I just have to find all this shit because I, I bury it and then it's like on a burnt CD that says like, yeah. look, EJ, it's like demo, like 2.7, you yeah. know, like it's just, but I, I have them somewhere. I want to hear sure. at least one song, so you better dig it out. But anyway. Yeah, uh, I absolutely can. Uh, I can t- and uh, honestly, <laughs> someone will probably find it if I just were like, hey, does anyone have some OG Lucky EJ? Somebody yeah. will have it. So what were your your guys' intention at this at this time? Were you like, let's fucking see what we can do? Or were you just kind of like, ah, no, we're just kind of screwing around playing shows? Yeah. Um, You know, it kind of, so it started where, so kind of the turning point was I remember at, like, my high school, it was like there, they had a, uh, it was what you call, like, like the, the high school rock concert, yeah. I think is what they called it, or something like that. Wait, you it guys like, were in high school? I know, barely. Uh, for real. No, yes, like this was high school. This... No, for real. Damn, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This, this was, this was, uh, this was high school because dismay was like I think up to my sophomore year, yeah. which is kind of now that I remember, this is where the transition point. But it was like they had this high school rock concert, and you had to audition for it. They were just like, we ain't gonna have no piece of shit band <laughs> play, I guess, or whatever for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So I, I, re- I remember there was like, uh, there it was like the dismay auditioned and we were like playing all this hardcore shit 
and we were just bad. Yeah. And we played like the we we, they, we auditioned the first year, and we f- were the only band that didn't make it. Oh god. There were like all these other like classic rock bands, and yeah. Beatle cover bands, and shit like that. They all made it, and oh, I man. was fucking devastated. Like I like lost at something that I was like yeah. so passionate about. And I'm like, man, I fucking suck. I should give this up. <laughs> and then it was like within between that time that year and the next year, I was like, fuck no, dude. I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get better. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this band. I quit that band and like was like, die. And then I like s- fucking started writing these songs with Egypt. And I'm like, we can have as much attitude. We can be melodic yeah. and we can be better at our instruments. Yeah. And I fucking played guitar every night recorded demos everything worked with these guys every fucking day it was my first time like writing all this music myself and teaching these guys everything i taught you know poppy how to play the bass parts like we were down from nothing and we fucking rehearsed our asses off and practiced did that audition and then ended up headlining it the fucking next year yeah and that was the like the first like egypt's like where we're like, you know what, guys? Like, we can fucking kind of do this, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then we just kind of believed in ourselves. But we were singing about important shit still, too. Yeah. I mean, like, at least to us at the time. Right. Like, you know, just standing right. up to things we didn't like and just, like, what was fucked up in the world. Enough what you know as a high schooler, right? Yeah, you know, totally. But it meant something to us, and we did it, you know? So, so how was, was how was the, the show's at this time? Was the reception well? Or were you just getting out there like, yeah. oh, fuck, dude, nobody gives a shit? No, it, it was it was actually pretty good. I mean, most of the fan base, quote unquote fan base, was kind of like, you know, our high school friends yeah. or, you know, girlfriends or boyfriends right. and whatnot. And our other, you know, it was this was like we were just playing for our classmates in different locations, yeah. essentially. But I mean, like it grew. I mean, we it was the first time we ever printed T-shirts yeah, and like yeah, sold yeah. shit and like learned how to really do it DIY, not just like go around and fuck shit up and then say we're good yeah, like yeah, totally we started taking care of our instruments and like i started like really practicing like singing and trying to get better at it yeah. and stuff and so yeah i mean the reception was was pretty good for sure i mean for what it was yeah absolutely so what what happened what where was the change um so it was probably i mean honestly what kind of it came down to is everybody graduated everybody kind of went their own separate ways so for like a a minute afterwards like i was going to community college for a while afterwards we kept it going with just like basically like there was some member swaps but it was like a punk band with an accordion player is basically all it was yeah we still had that same guy and we ripped on that for a while and played some shows and things like that and then it's just like everybody's like all right i'm like going to college or i don't want to do this anymore i'm not into the music blah blah blah. and then it kind of like died for a minute and um then with the remaining members i there was we did a quick ska band called king savage okay which i do have the demo for somewhere oh cool i know well i i could find that faster than i could find the Egypt stuff um yeah and we did like an ep for that and then played like one show in like walnut creek or something yeah. like that and then and then those guys like were all kind of like all right yeah i'm done with music and everybody did their own thing long story short and then it was like i was uh it's like kind of weird i just remember like i was hanging out at some bar and i was like with my friend another tyler his name was tyler campbell and uh-huh. he was just like you know, you should bring that band back. Like, I'll play guitar, and I know a drummer. You know, he's really he's a little fucking annoying, but <laughs> um, but but he's a really good drummer. And then, um, sorry, Tyler. Um, but 
that's when our Tyler drummer joined the band. Yeah. Uh, was that we brought him to practice. And I remember he was like wearing these like really corny skull gloves and <laughs> had this like epic <laughs> swoop in his hair or whatever. But he shredded. And I just remember I'm yeah. like, oh, this guy's a serious drummer. And then, yeah, we started off from there. And then, yeah, that I mean, that's that chunk in a, in a nutshell, basically. And so you were like, um, you know, on purpose, like, let's, you know, get rid of the Celtic stuff and let's get to punk rock skate punk almost yeah yeah i mean it just it started becoming you just couldn't really find those guys that were like you know could play i mean or they could be like oh well i could learn how to play accordion but they were like not good or i could learn how to play this or that and then i just started kind of like diving deeper into music and i was like you know what like i'll I'll always have like a thing for the celtic punk stuff and it's still there's still always kind of that flair in our music it's you know, yeah, kind of yeah. lyrically or sometimes the, you know, the vocal cadences and everything are always inspired yeah, by totally. it. But it kind of just became like it was natural. We just started finding a different sound. It was different guys, you know, at the time. And we everybody played differently. And, you know, when yeah. you play with just different people, all of a sudden it just kind of takes its own, you know, sort of appearance on. You know, yeah. you can't force fuck it into something. It just like, you know, people, it becomes its own I sound. Gotcha. And that's sort of what happened. Yeah, you know? yeah. So was this around the time you guys recorded Voices, or was this before that? This is before that, a little bit before, for sure. Um, because Poppy was still in the band, but we had Tyler, and then it was like Laddie had just left, and it was on to the other our Tyler now on drums. Uh-huh. Um, and then, um, yeah, same guy, the same Tyler guy who was playing guitar. There was two Tylers, right? Yep. Extra confusing. And... Um, he was just like, uh, oh, you, if you want to pick up drums again, you should play in my band. So uh, he's like, I'm going to bring that back, too. And I was like, OK, cool, because you <laughs> just went on kind of another sort of like hiatus. because yeah. Poppy quit. And then like, you know, all this kind of shit happened. And so I was like, all right, I'll pick up drums again. So I started playing fucking drums again for his band. And it was uh, Tracy Bones, I think, was the name of it. OK. And uh, that was how I met Emilio. He was the bass player of that band. Oh, OK. And then. Then I, it's like when I talked to like Emilio, I was like, I needed a bass player. And I was like, because uh, he kept bitching at practice with this Tracy Bones. He's like, well, I want to play faster shit. I want to play some punk yeah. stuff. And I remember being like, oh, this motherfucker, like he knows what's up. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah. So I we got drunk at the bar run night with me and Emilio. And I was like, dude, like, fuck this shit. Like, you know, you want to you want to play some fucking punk? I want to bring my fucking like the, the Lucky Egypts back, you know, and, and do like, you know, some fucking punk stuff. And then that's pretty much like where it all started so it was like me tyler and amelia three piece lucky Egypts, like yeah balls to the wall like fast aggressive and then like it was melodic but it was definitely the the aggression came back like a little bit more than normal and yeah yeah that's where that went dude and then uh so that that's when you guys recorded voices yeah pretty much that was our that was our more of our well we had done some other like recordings but they were more like home sort of stuff that we kind of like never officially released you know and and we were totally unprofessional and yeah playing shows but i didn't even fucking remember all the words and shit i was just like you know shit like that but um yeah voices was the first one and then we put that out and then we were already like pretty much wrote almost all of um the for life ep yeah um and then yeah, Emilio died before we we had already had the studio time booked, and Emilio like died before that, and I was like, oh fuck, we got to still do it. But yeah, long story short, we, we that's how Tim came into the band, and you know. So for life has Tim on it. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. He uh, he learned all the music. Plus, we wrote. Uh, I think we wrote uh, April fifth with him. Yeah. Um, obviously, and uh, but I think I think he learned everything else. But we wrote that one, the three of us. So it was like that motherfucker had a lot to fucking learn. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, where so. was uh, Voices recorded? Do you remember? Yeah, same studio. We've we've never been anywhere else. Oh, okay. Newtown in a- Pittsburgh. Yeah. Everything has been recorded there. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit, with the same yeah. guy, with my buddy, my buddy Scott. Yeah, he did that. Um, well, that's cool. So he's kind, of, he's kind of been like our our daddy for a little bit. Yeah. So you know. And then you guys uh, self released that ten inch. You got him pressed, right? Yeah, uh, Pirates Press pressed it oh, for okay. us. Um, and yeah, we self released that one. Um, we didn't even really think to really go to anyone. We were just like, I like that 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 like sort of angsty drive where it's just like fuck that. like you know getting anyone we're, we, we did and what wasn't fuck getting anyone involved we were just very like yeah. we want to just get it out and get our message out we didn't yeah. care about waiting or impressing yeah. anyone necessarily we just wanted to get that shit out yeah you know and you really only have that you know for so long before you really do have to rely on someone oh you know? absolutely so i i think i definitely appreciate those times you know yeah well, I remember the 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 way I found out about you guys was you were staying at Brad's in L.A. and your van got broken into. Yeah. Oh and, my god. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey man, my my friend's band, they lost all their shit. I feel horrible, man. Like, can you donate yeah. or something like that?" And it was just like. And that was that was before for life. That was the voices one. Yeah. So that was with Emilio that time. Yeah. That okay. time. I say that oh, you know, God, like man. that the first time. There we go. Oh God. So, but Bradley's the best. We know that. Yeah, dude, totally. Okay. So how did uh do it again come about? You guys Fuck. like we're all writing together. Cause it's definitely different than uh-huh. your other stuff. Yeah, it got um it definitely got different. I don't know what it was. I just was practicing singing more, I was practicing guitar more. We started gelling more as a band and some of these, you know, ideas were kind of just coming out that way and uh you know, and and Scott kind of helped sort of like steer us in the right direction a little bit yeah. or you know, whatever direction it was and you know, it definitely was kind of like that one was sort of like it's probably it's actually both do it again and at a time are like the most depressing fucking records but do it again is like a really fucking sad record like to me yeah it's hard to listen to sometimes because it was like our first time i mean besides the i don't really consider you know the for life ep is like our first time without amelia but this was our our first like response to all that you know and and uh, coming out as like a different version of us, yeah. and I think it meant a lot to us. And we called it "Do It Again" for two different reasons. Like one of it was because you know, like, all right, like we're gonna do this again, like you know, for Amelia and whatnot. You know, the response part of it, and then the other part was because uh, we were having such a fucking hard time in the studio getting our parts right. Yeah. You know, Scott was like, "All right, that's it, do it again." Yeah. Like he'd stop and he, yeah. So we're like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna call this record do it again' because everything about it is do it again, yeah, play yeah. it better." You know, and, and we did. We freaking worked our asses off for that one, you know. And and so it's yeah, it's an important one, but it's it's hard. I sometimes I can't really like you know dive into it very much anymore because it's tough to listen to. No, I get it. I mean, I was listening to it today. And it's been a it's been a long time, but it's like very heartfelt. You know what I mean? Like the lyrics, so fucking like 
you know, you yeah. you dug deep for that shit. You know what I mean? And you know, I could see why yep. and shit, but it's such a fucking great record, man. Like, Thanks, I man. love that record. So, how did uh, how'd Felony get involved in that? Um, I think. I think we like I think I pitched it to I want to say I pitched it to Ron because I think they had signed like a couple of our friends at the time or yeah. we had you know talked to someone I, and I don't know see I'm like so useless with this shit because I'm like I don't fucking remember any of this stuff but I'm like I, I remember that I like a, one of our friends was involved with that and they were like oh I think you should talk to them you, you know you just this would be like really good for this band because you guys are definitely kind of getting more in that you know skate punk vibe and that's kind of what they do and and I was like, cool. And I think I had reached out to them uh, somehow, and and they liked it. And then we like met up with them, and um, yeah. And then that's that. Just there it was, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was cool. And then yeah, I remember hounding you a bunch to put the vinyl out, and then finally I'm like, fuck this, Damon. Let's let's put it out. And you finally yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, that. Was- <laughs> and I was like, we might piss some people off, but we it needs no, to be out. I- it wasn't that I bad, mean, dude. It wasn't. We all, all the air is clear. They're, yeah, they're oh, good for sure. Dudes. Um, yeah. You know, I think that was a really complicated time for everyone. Oh, absolutely. And there was a lot of demands um, all around for, at some of the record plants. And yeah. I understand that they were, you know, doing the best that they could for yeah. everyone. And I respect that, you know. And so I think, uh, I think that regardless, you know, everybody made the right call in that situation. Yeah. And, people really just wanted it you know on vinyl and obviously we did too you know yeah. but uh and it was vinyl was really surging hard at that point yeah, too dude. so yeah. it was it hasn't really stopped <laughs> so. no it has not but i remember just hounding and hounding and and damon was just like sure we got to do this and and we figured out a way and it worked man it's fucking yeah hell yeah it, it yeah. worked man so i know tell me about like you guys toured that record right and you went overseas and shit yeah fuck we did a lot on that one um yeah we did we did um we did fucking like mostly mainland a lot a lot most of our time was in germany Uh but we did slovakia and then we did i know we did england we did switzerland um that kind of stuff i think yeah (laughs) how did you how'd you how'd you hook up with that that was um, Get Dead, actually. They hooked us up with their with their dudes yeah. um, that book them out there. And, um, and yeah, they, we were in talks with them for a while. And, you know, we just kind of proved to them. We're like, hey, look, we're really serious about this. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, they, they hooked it up. And we did it. And it was kind of like, yeah, I, we would have done it a lot more. It was kind of like all of a sudden the pandemic came full swing yeah. and, you know, sort of you know obviously fucked everything up but we did it it was fucking awesome like man that was good shit yeah it was fucking awesome so uh tell me about the process of uh out of time like were you guys Mm -hmm. like what was different about the writing process or anything because it's it it definitely sounds different than um do it again yeah well this was that was our first record as a four piece um so oh, yeah, we had that's a whole right. other that's right yeah so whiskey nick had joined the band like right kind of after the europe thing yeah. you know and um so naturally we were pretty you know amped up and um yeah we just kind of started 
we just have to kind of call it at practice. We're like, all right, we're fucking writing music. Yeah. Like, you know, here we go. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'll fucking like, you know, be like, I have this fucking idea. What do you guys think? We'll play it. Or it's like, or somebody will play a riff and then we, you know, we'll start kind of building around it. But yeah, it's just like, it was different. We were like kind of experimenting with sort of like different, I don't know, vibes. And yeah, it was a little more political in a way, uh-huh. which, you know, we're, we're not the most, we're political people. We definitely have our opinions, but you know, it, I guess we haven't always been as like, you know, aggressive about expressing it yeah. and with everything with, you know, fucking, uh, Trump being in office and all that shit, you know, we got pissed off again and we started kind of writing these songs. Like, I mean, I, I, I was so fed up with like, and still am like, you know, with uh, fucking like gun violence and whatnot across this fucking country and nobody willing to do anything about it. Yeah. You know, I wrote that fucking song cold stare, which was like all about these fucking like innocent kids getting like massacred yeah. in schools and nobody's doing anything about it. Yeah. And then it was like relight was about just like how fucking doomed like everyone was and especially like you know certain groups of people when trump got elected you know and it's just like it's all this angry depressed shit you know so far so good is like i kind of like made sort of that one about some mental shit what i was going through but like whiskey nick connected on it with some personal things and within his family that he based the music video about it was just like everything about it was all this anger and like life like trauma and shit that came into like this one record and I don't know. That's just kind of how it came to be. Yeah. Did um, you um, is check your math about Trump? Um. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was an extension of that. Yes. Absolutely. A lot of it of like, very much just like I can't believe you're saying the shit that you're saying. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Basically. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Long story short. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell me about Champion because you've told me this story before and um. I want to get it. Oh, uh, which yeah, yeah. That well, there, there's that one. Yeah, I based that song about my mom, um, cause she she grew up in like a very kind of crazy lifestyle between you know her both of her parents, um, being like alcoholics and um, some drug use and whatnot, and they were very poor and lived just about everywhere um, you can imagine, and very traumatic upbringing and. Um, but I mean, she came a long way and it was inspirational to me. I think when I was going through some tough points in my life, like, you know, seeing someone like that be so strong uh-huh. and especially, you know, obviously, yeah, with it being my mom. Right. So it's like, I was like, man, like I want to be a champion like that. She's a beast. Yeah. Like, you know, and then it's like, it really came like across for like a lot of different people, like, you know, um, for different kinds of friends. It's like, you know, it's it's open enough to so many different things that people are going through, whether it was just like someone's sexuality or like, you know, whether someone's, you know, uh, whether they're black and being discriminated against, whatever it is, it's just like standing up for somebody else, like when they're on the fucking ground, yeah. that's what we got to fucking do for each other, yeah. you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's that's really how it came to be. And, um, yeah, it always kind of hits home with me. I wish I could do an acoustic version of it. But for whatever reason, I just can't seem to make that song translate very well. <laughs> <Wasn't> <laughs> but I'm it, working on it currently. Wasn't it almost not going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the other guys, they didn't like it originally. Yeah. Um, when I kind of brought it to them, they... 
I I think it was I, I want to say it was like Tyler the most was but they were just like ah oh, it's a little slow and I was like come on we gotta do this man I'm like it's yeah it's important to me I was like I think it's gonna be catchy yeah. like I think it's good I'm like you know and they're like yeah I don't know and, and then it ended up I think doing pretty well and I just I was like see fuckers yeah. no. <laughs> don't you ever fucking doubt me again yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there was something like that yeah, going on fuckers. but yeah it was it was. It was pretty funny, and like, yeah, I think it's like you know, you know, for everybody kind of wants to play more complicated shit. That song is like three fucking chords, yeah, you know. Dude, so it's yeah, but it's there are three important chords, and yeah. and now we're always ninety percent of the time we're on the same page. And if somebody's really passionate about an idea and our project, well, we will let everybody like go like, hey, then let's let's fucking really put this yeah. down on the table and let's fucking learn it before we knock it. So yeah. we're, we're pretty good about that, but we're hard on each other for sure. No, I get it, man. That, uh, that's easily my favorite song that you've written. Thanks. I fucking dude. love that song. Every time I hear it, like you, you know, you got good songs. Don't get me wrong, but that one's just <laughs> like, Oh fuck. Dude, I can yeah. put that one on all the time and just be Thanks, like, man. fuck yeah, dude. I love that song. Hell yeah. So Hell yeah, that means a lot. So what were some of the bands that you guys were playing with? Like you played punk rock bowling, uh yeah we did uh, um i mean technically we played it twice i mean the 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 hogs and or it was the um uh the hogs and Heifer oh yeah one yeah was yeah the second one we did that's right um but yeah the first one i think was with channel three and oh Mr. yeah T experience yeah. um that was fucking fun because that was we were like that was kind of our first like like more i don't know bigger ish sort of one yeah yeah for sure and, was that um, when you were wearing the hawaiian shirts yes Hell yeah. yes yeah, that was the one, absolutely. Yeah. So, cool. um, but yeah, that was a fucking banging ass show. And then, yeah, that one that we did with Authority Zero was oh yeah, that's fucking right. gnarly. Fuck, dude. I love that Holy band. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it was fucking crazy. That's but, cool. Um, man. Well, yeah. What are some of the other bands that you've gotten to open up for that you uh, are like, fuck yeah, dude? Um, God, I don't know why I don't remember any of this shit right now. I'm like, I wish I had fucking flyers. Like, Come on, there, dude. There, there have been, there have been more. I know. I'm telling fucking you, I'm pull like some terrible shit out there. Shit. Have you played with face to face? Have you played with pulley? Have you played with good, good? Yes, pulley. Yes, we played with pulley twice. Okay. Um, and we didn't play with good rins, but we played with fucking. Oh my God. What's what his his other band? Other band. Um, fucking. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I have the record and I can see the cover, but I can't remember. Yeah. The name. God damn it. But yeah, I know who you're and talking about. And all of a sudden, I can't. Remember. And then we played, <laughs> I think, with uh, Calabrese too. It was oh, okay. pretty fun. Yeah. Um, oh god, there's been some others here. And Where'd there, you play with Pulley I mean, at? We played uh, so Bakersfield at Jerry's Pizza. I oh think, shit! Was okay. <laughs> one of them. Where the fuck was the other one? Like I want to say, like some. In, it was either in San Francisco or LA oh, okay. or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know. See, I'm terrible at this shit. Uh, this is where I need fucking Tim. He'd remember all this he shit. He would. Uh, <laughs> he would, totally. You'd remember uh, the fucking minute and, like, everything. <laughs> what I uh, ate. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah, no, I mean, I, I remember, yeah, Pulley was fucking sick. Yeah. Those guys were, and that was, I think, how we met Chris Daly, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, more officially, because that was, I think, even before the Authority Zero stuff. Yeah, um, I told but, him when I when I interviewed him because I told him that I was too scared to talk to him at that Santa Cruz show, and you guys were all ta- the Egypts were all talking to him, and he's like, "Why, right. dude?" I'm like, "I don't know, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I mean, yeah, I fucking great. Yeah, yeah, I, he's such a he's a good dude. Yeah, like, I, most I, most I people wish... we've met are 
pretty fucking rad and down usually to earth, yeah dude, down to earth but usually yeah I, i'm pretty easy going yeah. i feel like i like most most people so you know it's it's cool but yeah he's a good dude yeah. and he helped us out a lot you know he was always and tyler really looked up to him a lot too yeah. the drummer and dude's you awesome know, so it was, yeah yeah it was good shit absolutely all right tell me about the solo stuff solo stuff um well uh it's always kind of been like a I was it's like the Egypt B-sides um <laughs> right you know well some of them are yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean it's I I've only released one the Whiskey Temptation yeah. song and that song too which, is is up there with Champion dude fuck it's so catchy sweet. and so badass <laughs> I'm just like do more shit dude yeah no, it's in that one yeah that was the full kind of blown electric thing and yeah that was really cool that was I was coming off of some hard times I was uh you know, pretty unhappy with like, you know, my physical appearance and, you know, some of just habits I had gotten into. And I think that was sort of my response. I was having to fight all these temptations yeah. and, you know, and trying to just live my life and without being miserable. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, I mean, that was a thing. And who, um, who played on that? So that was obviously me, um, my buddy Scott, who um, recorded it and helped produce it. Mm-hmm. He did bass on it and then um my buddy ross did uh drums and then yeah i just i did all of the vocals and all that other stuff so it was basically just the three of us and the same studio that you did everything else at yeah, yeah. new tone baby <laughs> that's cool you know it yeah that's so. cool yeah that was that was pretty fun and, and there there should be some more of that type of stuff um the full band stuff eventually so yeah. again that kind of fell close around pandemic stuff too right. so it's just like big hiccup in the production so yeah so what is up with yeah. uh more solo stuff you've been working on anything or are you just kind of chilling at the moment yeah or what's up um i do i got something coming down the pipeline it's a new it's just it's nothing electric it's just straight acoustic me and my guitar um and just singing it's a, a song called blind mm-hmm. um and hopefully uh, i should hopefully by the summer it should be kind of be out i'm still kind of working on it and i'm self-producing and um recording it myself so it's cool. out of my own sort of setup yeah and um you now i'm getting some guidance from scott and whatnot but I'm, i decided to kind of take matters in my own hands because i i'm definitely you know i'm into the you know recording and audio sort of aspects so yeah. i've been you know working my way up to try and you know make as good a quality stuff as i can right, right. So hopefully, yeah, that should be out soonish. Um, but I'm excited about it. It's a pretty personal song. I've been, you know, ever since I, you know, became a dad, like you know, a lot has changed in yeah. my life, and um, that song is kind of like a lot about just like going through my own struggles, but trying to be the best version of myself for my kid. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, totally. So that's kind of that vibe. Yeah. So what was the uh, pandemic band that I made the logo for? Oh yeah, Steel Diamonds, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, Steel Diamonds. Yeah. That's right. And that was kind of like, yeah, that was supposed to be like our. That was supposed to come out sooner, but there were some other like complications and whatnot that went down with it. But that was, yeah, my buddy Eric and my buddy Kevin. Uh, we all did everything remotely. Yeah. Um. So that was fun because that was a different challenge, and we uh we have some other songs that I I feel like that we are still gonna put out at some point i think we're reworking some things because there were some issues or whatnot with it's weird when you're doing things all remotely because you've got to just like kind of communicate all this bizarre stuff so it was hard to get that to put together but 
we did do it and it was just like some songs i wrote and i was like hey do you guys like this do you want to fuck around with this stuff and they were like yeah let's do it and so we all just kind of came together without being together and made it happen yeah. so is that that video you put out just recently yeah yeah that okay. was yeah that was the one of like the all the fucking all of us playing in our bedrooms yeah. or whatever you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, so what's uh next on the horizon for um the Egypts? Um, so we are slowly but surely we are writing. I actually am meeting with Tyler in the next couple of days. We're going to start working out his drum parts for the demo on a new song. Uh, so yeah, we're slowly, slowly, slowly going. Um, it's just been a little bit complicated, you know, with Tyler's leg yeah. and then, uh, Nick's got his first kid coming this summer. Um, you know, Tim's, uh, kind of, uh, he's working a new job now too. So everybody's kind of all over the place, yeah. um, at the moment, but like we, we have a meeting, we have been writing, I've got like four or five songs, uh, that I demoed myself for the Egypts that these guys are listening to. And yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll do those. And, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're hoping that, you know, we'll, we might pick up, maybe some shows towards the end of summer to kind of like, you know, get some, uh, get some energy out and then kind of get back to writing. Yeah. And then hopefully by, you know, next year we can start thinking about putting some out. So yeah, well, or sooner, who knows? I was thinking about this today. Um, you guys better get your fucking ass in gear, man, because <laughs> the agents are too good to just be flailing around fucking doing fuck mm -hmm. all. While the rest of us are busting our asses and not getting anywhere. That's right. You guys right. fucking have been to Europe. You've got a couple records out. You've got, you know, friends in the biz. <laughs> Tell those motherfuckers to get off their asses and let's do yep. something, man. God we damn all, it. We all, I know. I think, I think, dude, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be worth it when it does come. It's like, oh, it's been with just the timing of everything. It's like road, you know, roadblock and roadblock. It's, but I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we got this, you know, some of the new ideas we got going are, are pretty cool. Um, it should, it, to me, it kind of feels like a, like a little bit of a do it again vibe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, there's some cool shit, you know, I think we're just, um, we're just, we're in a room together and we're all working it out together and, you know, kind of, it's, it, it's been fun, you know? Yeah. So we're just trying to be a band again and enjoy it, you know, going in there being like, Hey, like, yeah. let's make some fucking music together. Just like what, how we did when we first started. Yeah, you know? totally. I get it, man. I so, get it. And I get that fun. life, life gets in the way and it's fucking hard totally. for four people to be on the same wavelength at the exact same time all the time. So I, yeah, yeah I get but it. We man. will once, once, you know, we're, we're at, we're making moves now. The fact that we're like, start, I, you know, finished the scratch guitars for this song and yeah, you know, so we're we're getting to it, man. It's coming around. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Well, you got anything else going on, or is that it? Um, I mean, you're I'm a working, dad. It's yeah, been about a year, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it absolutely has. Um, it's been fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, good. it's great. My daughter's almost; she'll be two in June. Oh uh, shit! It's been really almost quick. two years. God yeah, damn, yeah, dude. So that's been yeah it's been amazing wow. it has its struggle she's a toddler now so i mean it's like i'm always winded um jesus i don't think she, i've seen you in two years then yeah yeah probably wow. i don't think a lot of people have seen yeah, you in yeah, two years right. 
Um, but I mean, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. Good. You know, definitely there's, there's different, you know, I gotta, I gotta be a little bit more grounded, but right. she's really cool. I'll show her all sorts of ideas that I musically that I got and she'll literally like be like, no, or yes, when she <laughs> likes something like, so I, I got a That's whole new cool. critic now. It's, it's great. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I, yeah, dude. I'm happy for you, man. I'm, I'm glad we're friends and, uh, I know we Me did it. I know we did an interview before, but I wanted to, to dive deep and talk more about sure. about your uh, music career so i appreciate you talking to me my friend anytime man and you guys have a fantastic record too Jeez. well i appreciate Sounds it so good but fuck dude i listen to you guys and all your little changes here and there and i'm just like holy <laughs> shit i gotta i gotta go back all to the drawing board i gotta go back to the drawing board and figure nah, out like, no, you guys nah, you i mean guys I, i'm proud shit, of it man. don't get me wrong but you know you know how it is we're the same we fucking want to make we it we can better always be better, better right yeah and better so yeah until our minds go <laughs> yeah no shit dude we go crazy absolutely oh well cool man well Fuck it's been yeah. awesome talking to you bro and uh you too man i appreciate hopefully it. we can see each other There it is. Dude rules. Can't wait to hang out with him again. It's been too long. Shoe Tree helped put out a Lucky Egypt's beer one year for their release. That was uh, an awesome experience trying to get that all done and figured out and uh, put on a show, etc., etc. Go to BipolarRecords.com and pick up their vinyl and uh, just support the Lucky Egypt's when you can, man, because they're worth it. They're a great band. And again, I hope they uh, start doing stuff again soon. And Casey's a great songwriter. Anyway, JustPunkEnough.com. You can go check out other episodes. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Been busy, been busy. It's good, it's good. Uh, Thank you so much for even listening. And thanks for talking to me, whoever has talked to me in the past. Appreciate you guys. 